Bonjour et bienvenue à TVCL, Fanboy Podcast qui parle aux intérêts de Fanboy. Alors, tu vas rien apprendre, mais si tu restes avec nous, il se peut juste que tu passes un superbe moment. Merci! This episode of To Be Continued, a Fanboy Podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design. Servicing clients domestic and international, Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. Amasta, spelled A-M-A-S-T-A, design.com. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park Slope-based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an eco-friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Rolex Creations, formerly Roro Cakes, a boutique paper floral shop creating unique custom-made blooms for your events, weddings, dinner parties, and or office or home decor. Check out Rolex Creations, spelled R-O-L-U-X-E, Creations, on Instagram and on Facebook. Last but not least, Pancake Studios, cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios, set at the heart of Brooklyn, also happens to be the home of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. And welcome back. This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passion. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun, and I'm having fun with my radio voice. <laughs> this is, as always, To Be Continued, coming from the lovely Pancake Studios. I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez, one of your Edward hosts. here, and uh, here we are at the heart of uh, Brooklyn at uh, Pancake Studios with our producer, Jonathan Vergara. And we have a very special guest here. Very special. All the way! All the way from France, and her niece close is to from the border there. of Geneva and, and Switzerland, from Anisi, France. Finally, our international correspondent Anna Maria Stanimir Gramo, which gets kind of tiring to say really long. So you know, like for yeah. So bonjour and uh, in studio in the flesh. Finally. Rather than over... Our a, budget has grown this year. <laughs> did we, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to... Did we pay for the... Did, did we pay for these? No, we, but uh, <laughs> but I made our pancakes this morning. I made you pancakes this morning. You made me pancakes oh, this morning. Did? They were yeah, very yeah. yummy. Ed, yes. Ed, you Ed, can't... You went over budget. Ed, I'm Joe. We can't, we can't afford that. Listen, $5 from a Bisquick from Costco goes a long <laughs> goes way. Goes a long way. A long five, way. Wait, wait. $5 from Costco. So you're saying it was like... You basically have like a... a a box of pancake mix that's like four feet high, three feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a lot of pancakes. That's a lot of pancakes. So Anna, thank you um, so much for coming. Thanks for having um, you guys. You, you have, we've been you've been on. This is you might have been the most guests we've had, the most appearances. Mm -hmm. Really? You, you well, were, that's why. I mean, we you know that's why. Uh, you're was the part of the team? Was the was the uh, the Game of Thrones show the first appearance Anna had? Yep. Yeah. So she were on our Game of Thrones show. You were on our our two Firefly Actually, shows. Actually, no, Game of Thrones was the second one. The very first one I ever did was the summer movies, like two yes, years ago. yes, 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 yes. You so, slayed during the Game of Thrones show. I did. Yeah, so, I did. so summer movies, Game of Thrones, our two Firefly shows, right. uh, two Star Wars shows, two Star Wars shows, and Altered Carbon. You've been on the show seven times. Woohoo! My God. <laughs> in the two years, in the two years span that we've been around, and. Uh, Two years? Uh, we're closing yeah, business. Dude, we're gonna close I was business, listening to a show but, the other know, day. Like, it was like we were talking about it was it was 2016. And you know, yeah, jeez, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I've I've known you since we were Chem Labs, uh, Chem Lab partners, Ooh, and um, it's been a long time. Yeah, and we've been friends for a long time. And Anna is. I don't even know how old you were. Uh, around. <laughs> He's talking to John. I wasn't even he was just barely born. I think. Nuts you were born. What, what time? Uh, when were you born? What again? time? I would say. 7 <laughs> I'm sorry. When, uh, when were you? John born? is uh, never going to give his age. That's something he never does. I am immortal. <laughs> <laughs> but it can uh, be only yeah. one, Jonathan. And you're now okay. Tell tell the audience why you're back. In, wow. in so I've got I've got my high school reunion happening this like this weekend that's coming up, oh. and I'm not telling you how many years because that'll make me you very don't have very to. old. Don't don't don't. But it's many years. <laughs> so I mean, this is this is great because uh, Anna always brings it. She's always she's really really knowledgeable. She's always quick on her feet. Um, you smart. And, you can and, do she things. Has, and she has an encyclopedic I, I got good knowledge. Stuff, good stuff you don't know about. Exactly. She, she, she can do things. She pronounced Denis Villeneuve, Villeneuve <laughs> please, the correct please. way. De, it's Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> so, a very, uh, this is a, so this is a Canadian. special episode just because Anna is here, but it's even an extra special episode because it's a Star Wars review discussion mm, episode. Know, how cool is that? Uh, so obviously, uh, last week saw the uh, dropping of uh, on Solo, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, and that's a good way to put it. The droppings. The dro oh, okay. So um, this is a film that obviously anyone who knows has been paying attention to has had a whirlwind of a production. Really rough, yeah. Really rough start, considering that um, a change, a changeover in the directors having to refilm practically the whole thing, bringing in Ron Howard to take over for Lord and Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, the the sort of on pins and needles, the simple fact that there's a lot of pressure because you're dealing with a character that is so well-loved and well-liked, formerly portrayed by a legendary actor, Harrison Ford. So, uh, you know, what we were going to get, everyone was really, you know, interested in. You know, if nothing else, then say, what, what's the final product here? And uh, we've all seen it. John saw it. Ed saw it. Anna saw it. I saw it twice. Sent, saw it, Ed, Ed saw it. Had to, uh, had to see it twice because he took Anna um, to see it last night. Yeah. Because the French don't show anything on time. Like, they wait weeks and weeks and weeks in order to let, you know. Well, my wife and I, we went to see it on um, the day that it opened or the day after, the morning, following morning. And um, and then I had to sort of schedule you get your schedule in in, in tune yeah. with ours. No, no, no. We saw it together. Yeah. We oh saw yeah, that's it on right. the we opening together. day. Right. Oh, we saw yeah, it opening you day. With me. The following day, brought you uh, in also with Jen. Yeah. You were supposed to. John was supposed to come with us. I went to bed day. at seven. But uh, yeah, 
Friday. I think, yeah, I think Matt and Tom. Friends is not opening up for Oh, was it the Tom yet? Okay, so, uh, but eventually you got to see it. All right, so it's a party now, right? You know, everyone's got to see it, uh, has seen it. Um, now, according to what I have in terms of budget, mm-hmm. it is on uh, Wikipedia. It's as, uh, so with an estimated <laughs> budget of two hundred fifty million, is one of the surprised. most expensive films ever made. Yeah. Now, is that is that cost? Really? Yeah. Well, they had to literally refilm it. We're talking about a huge undertaking. And as of now, there's union rules, Anna, because Lord, Lord and Miller uh, coming in. Yeah. Um, in order for Ron Howard's name to be attached to it, there's a certain percentage. When you oh, bring in a new director, he, has, yeah. to... he has to redo. Right. Jesus Christ. So you and know they're uh, fired. They were fired. At least, at least we know from. Well, there was real creative differences. That's essentially what yeah, it came down to. Right. Uh, and so Ron Howard and Olhan is brought in. Lawrence Kasdan and his son. Uh, having written the uh, the script for this, mm-hmm. which is one of the strongest things about the movie, uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Right. We'll talk about that. Uh, so uh, this is a box kid. office box office uh, to date. Yeah, yeah, one hundred seventy two point seven million dollars. It has it has underperformed. It is seemingly underperforming. It's kind of ridiculous because at one hundred seventy two well, million. Well, I I I I think we should not concentrate too much on this on the the, the reaction and the fan mm-hmm. stuff right, right now. Right. And just just discuss the film itself. Okay. Obviously, that stuff will will come in at some point. We'll comment on it. Um, so, uh, just going around the room, uh, let's get a you know a, sort of Ladies take first. the temperature. Ladies first, Anna. You saw it last night. Uh, preliminary preliminary thoughts before we get any deeper. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> and no, seriously. I mean, I it's funny because I I think I think it was a solid movie. It was very good. It was very well done. I mean, I have a couple of issues with it, but I mean, any film a, you're gonna have. Yeah. yeah, I don't mean to sound nitpicky about it, but I I liked it. I thought it was well done. I loved how he meets Chewbacca. I thought that was one of the best parts of the movie. Chewie's you know, um, I think yeah, Chewie's always great. You gotta love Chewie. Oh, he's Mexican. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, and he's I and I love guy. the fact like, that at one point he actually says I speak Wookie a little tacos. bit of Wookie, You know, Jonathan Vergara so. does not agree. <laughs> <laughs> Daenerys Stormborn is in it, so like you can't go wrong with Daenerys Stormborn. Yeah, it's a it's a hell hell of a cat. Uh, so, John, what did what did you think uh, having seen it? I thought overall it was good. But? Um, but it sucked. <laughs> no, reason, but no, but no. But you were you, saying before, before yeah. we started recording. Um, I think like on the surface as like a good action adventure film, I think it was great. I didn't really like the portrayal of Han Solo so much. Okay. But that's my and we'll, issue. And we'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into that. And Edward, you, we saw it together. So I saw it a second, I saw it a second time. The second time around... Um, and he bloom off the rose. Well, the first time around, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. The second time around, it gave me an opportunity to be more to, critical, to be more critical, and, and nitpick what are the things that I didn't like. Right. So, um, yeah, there are certain flaws, if you want, lack of a better term. Um, but overall, uh, I I I loved it. I loved I loved how it it's really uh, focused on a character piece. And, uh, and the performances that that came out of it. So, and uh, yeah, I want to talk. I want to. I want to really dive into it okay. and talk more about it. So, for myself, uh, I I was there with you, the first uh, opening day. It's a trifle, and you know what? There's absolutely nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, that. with being a well-executed, entertaining trifle. And and it is. It's a 
fun, thoroughly entertaining time at the theaters. Um, with, I think, the biggest thing of this film is the characters and the character interactions. It's gorgeous. Production values are through the roof. Uh, visuals are through the roof. Um, there weren't any big issues I had. There are nitpicks I have as well, but nothing like ruined this film. And more importantly, I felt that the film, the way it ended, the way it had, it's a self-contained movie in, in, in a sense. But they definitely introduce a number of concepts and ideas that, without a doubt, Duh. yeah, 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 without a doubt, you can spin off into either other films, you can have those elements appear in other movies, or another solo film. I kind of feel like that's true. Like, they do this a lot with all of the, the spin-off movies. Like, you find it in Rogue One and you find it in, in, in uh, Han Solo movie. It's It, it makes references to the Clone, the Clone Wars and mm -hmm. then to Rebels, which is the animated series. And, you know, takes characters from the There's animated cross -pollination series. Cross-pollination. And I really enjoy that because for those of us who are nerds who, like, spend the time to, like, watch Clone Wars and Rebels and all that other stuff and then... Not only that, but then it's they satisfying. take the time to, to show it to their kids, right? <laughs> Thoroughly educate them. <laughs> well, I saw an article that this is um, Solo is pretty much inaugurates the the Marvel the Marvel the, the Marvelification of the I Star Wars. I totally movies. disagree. Yeah. With you, that. you disagree with that? I totally the disagree with that. Marvelification. What does that mean? Meaning that um, where where in fact Marvel now has its own is grown into this universe. Okay. Okay, it's serialized in that sense. So. Solo kind of begins that, you know, okay, we're going to really move away from this whole Luke Skywalker, the Skywalker saga. But then they'd start that with Rogue One, though, like, quite honestly? Yes and no. Yes and no. Rogue One was, uh, I don't know how you classify Rogue One. Like, it's a prequel. It's, it's the a, it's bestest a... movie ever. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, fine. But, but, uh, but I, 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 would, I wouldn't say it's Marvel in the sense of, because I don't think that the elements here are going to be, like, used in like the saga films no but no but, but, it, but it, i they, think what they, they really meant by saying that is okay so now we have we're gonna get a boba fett movie right obi-wan which nothing nothing out no, nothing official nothing yeah, official yeah. yet but we can smell yeah, but it that was already but see the, what you're saying boba fett obi-wan those they were already kind yeah, of talking were, about that right. they were already even before this film came right. out but we finally get a product that's one so right. do we yeah. get yeah. boba fett in 2000 years when he finally gets out of the worms I have, I, have, I have to have digested. a feeling that a Boba Fett movie would probably take place b b before all that, but that's just me. But off of Boba Fett, onto the, and to, to, well, to well, concentrate on the movie. Before we get into it, like, um, Anna and, and I were talking about this morning um, as far as timeline goes. Yeah. Okay. Let's get the timeline straight here. Right. You know, uh, Han Solo, he's. Um, it starts off with him on Corellia with with Kira, played by Mila Clark. Okay. Um, they grow up as as thieves, as as as, as street rats, um, stealing cars, stealing whatever. It's Aladdin. Okay. Yeah, it's Aladdin. Yeah, and it's a um, what about the timeline? What do you, what about? Well, no. Let, let's get it straight. Like where does this fit in with everything? Because you have that spoiler at the end. Spoiler right. with Darth Maul. Okay. Uh, appearing. Um, it happens. Around a time of Rogue One, it no, doesn't. No, it I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to it's work well it out. Well, before Rogue One, well, it's see, well before so that's all that. The so, Why is that a problem? Well, because it can't be well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like laid out, age. laid out. What do you mean in terms of age? They've always said that this movie happens uh, about close to ten years right, so, before New Hope. Ten so, years before New Hope. 
It's about it's ten close years to about four New Hope. It's about ten years or so before New Hope. Well, then by the time that Han Solo remember. meets up with Leia, he would probably have Obi Wan's Kenobi's age. Ten years before New Hope. If you just said that it happens ten years. If before... he's if it's ten years before on New Hope, where yeah. he meets Luke and Obi Wan and Leia. Yeah. If he's say, Luke, if he's Luke, if Luke he's, and Leia are teenagers, right? And well, Luke and Leia, already... I've always thought that they were supposed to be uh, about 19, All right? right? Fine. So about 20 years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Fine. Right? But if he's, this takes he's place... already in his 20s by the time that he meets up. Like Yeah, ten... but Han was never a teenager. Right. So Han was always older, when... always about 10 years older than Which Luke and Leia. Okay. So, so, my... so he's in his 40s, basically. He's in 30s, no, 40s. No, he's not in his 40s. When, when he meets if up he's with Luke 30, and Leia. If he's, 30, if he's like 30, 35 or something. If he's about 35, let's say, when he Where? meets... When? If he's 33, 35, when he meets Luke and Leia, right? Okay. All right? Then 10 years prior, he's 25, which so he fits you're, into you're about... So you're saying that the Darth Maul... So basically, your Darth Maul situation, right? Because he meets... At the end of the... Right. Han, okay, so hold on a second. All right, let, no, no, no. Let me, so let me go back a little bit. Is, so, so for those of you who have And by the way, this has seen... also shifted, by the way. They had a different timelines before and then they came out with like an official observation about it i think so and i think that was 10 years so i don't know how many people listening do not know this but darth maul gets killed in the first episode one essentially right he gets chopped in half and then during clone wars the, the animated series right. you find him again alive right? right and you've you know basically told that he survived due to blah 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 i didn't quite understand how but anyway chopping people in half essentially does not kill them uh, so. honestly it all came down to he was just too angry to die Okay. Right. Literally, the force he was so pissed. He <laughs> getting cut in half couldn't he, kill him. He, he got him. Got could not kill him. Now, he was just now, 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 so, great. so I get. I still don't see what the issue is. All here. right. So here's what I'm going with this. So essentially, Darth Maul does end up getting killed at some point between Episode Two and Episode Three. If you are to doing no. the timeline, no, 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 sure. no, 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 no. He gets killed he is, before again, Rebels begins, and Rebels begins between. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get killed. He gets killed on Rebels. No, he doesn't. Yes, yes, he does. That he Obi Wan kills him. It's I not think a you Rebels. did. You he kills him and during Clone did you no Ed did, has she missed did she miss that episode? Are you forgetting that episode, Ed? It was the most biggest thing. No, Ezra no. Bridger goes looking, goes to Tatooine, finds Obi Wan. Okay, Maul is there. Right. They have their standoff because Maul because that's the whole thing. Maul goes there, and Obi Wan is kind of like, I don't even want to go on with this anymore. We don't have to have this fight. And that's when Maul starts putting it together, and Maul's like. Why? Well, I'm just saying. Why are wait, wait, wait? He's like, why are you here? Why are you? And that's when Obi Wan kind of makes the decision, like, no, I've now I've got to kill him. He started right, to put things fine. together. So that's it's, when he kills still, him in that it big still famous. Happens, it still happens before episode four. That's kind of where I'm going with this. Right. Episode four is essentially where Han meets up with. Right. With Luke again, and Leia, I don't see. Again, I'm right? not. I'm, I don't think. We're, we're just trying to, for the audience' sake. Right. Trying to get a sense okay, of where let me, let me get it. Let me get it. In Rebels, we meet, when we meet Maul again, he's on Malachor. Mm -hmm. All right? At the end of Solo, we see he's a head of some sort of uh, or, uh, organization. He's the, he's the power behind Crimson Dawn. So we have his story in Clone Wars, which happens 20 plus years before, where he's fighting with against Obi-Wan yeah. and Anakin. Yeah. 
and the, all the Dathomir in that story. Yeah. And he even says at the end of this of this movie, "Come to me on Dathomir." All right. So in so the Anakin's still a kid at this point. You're saying no, <laughs> guys, 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 no. The Maul appears in the Clone Wars, which is 20 years before when Anakin was Anakin, right? So after yeah. the Phantom Menace, after the and again. It's during the Clone Wars is when he's he's fighting against uh, Obi Wan and Anakin during the Clone Wars. And Anakin's ten. But no, no, and no. the Clone Wars, Anakin's already grown up. Yeah, he's already he's, he's already. already we're talking Attack the of the Clones, the... Revenge of the Sith. All right, so there's there's two different things. There's the Clone Wars, the animation, and then there's the Clone Wars, the movie. Right? In Clone Wars, the in, movie, in he's case, like a teenager. He's already grown up. He is yeah. grown. He's a full and, grown man. And the animation kind of takes over that and brings you between Episode Two and Episode right. Three, where he becomes Darth Vader. So Maul has some arcs on the Clone Wars show. And then so Han Solo should be thirty years older than well, no. Skywalker. No, 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 no. 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 Okay, oh, well, <laughs> Screen Rant. To, should be like thirty. Screen Rant years gives older us then. this. No. Han is Han is age nineteen to twenty-two. In See, I think movie. you guys are mis you guys are are thinking that because Maul shows up, that this takes place at a much earlier date. No, no I just have no, to work I, out the math. My, I can my, understand my, it. Then my, my I just point have to work is out the that math. I kind of feel like Han Solo is much older than I've ever thought him to be. That's where I'm going with no, this. No, no, no. Solo he's not, ends he's 10 not. years before um, the first uh, Star Wars movie. Before A New Hope, before which is New what Hope. I said. Right. Okay, now, again, here's what happens. Maul is in the Clone Wars. At some point between where he last appears in the Clone so Wars... you're saying Maul is alive when... Luke is born. Yes. 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 And that is why he. That's and why that, he is. That's a spoiler from the Clone Wars okay. animated series, not okay. Clone Wars. The now movie. let's we can can we, let's move on a bit. Okay. Let's yeah. Because I, again, I, I'm not I, the, no, simple, these, the timelines are confusing. It, it's really, again. Yeah. Let me finish it from beginning to end. He appears in Clone Wars, which is post the Phantom Menace. After the Clone Wars is over, who appears? All right, Darth Maul. After the end of the Clone Wars cartoon, at some point he becomes the head of this organization, Crimson Dawn. We don't know how, you know, again, that's the surprise here. However, this gap of 10 years has to be the period in which somehow he gets then later on marooned on Malachor. All right, that's when Ezra finds him. So something has to happen between when he's the head of Crimson Dawn and when Ezra and the others find him on Malachor and he gets involved with the rebel story and then eventually his end comes on Tatooine as he has a duel with an aged Obi-Wan Kenobi who essentially... For a second time. He essentially, that episode, and I'm surprised you missed this episode. I didn't, I did see this episode. I know Obi-Wan kills him. Just for me, it happens during Clone Wars and not during Rebels, but. No, it was Rebels because okay. Ezra Bridger goes to, Ezra Bridger is the one who meets Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So it, it takes place during the Rebels timeline. Okay. Well. And then they have their fight and the whole thing about their fight was essentially Obi-Wan takes the exact same fighting position as Qui-Gon. Maul uses the exact same techniques he used to yes. kill Qui-Gon. Yes. And except Obi-Wan's been going over this battle in his head for 20 years. Right. And he has a counter to it and kills him. And he kills him not because he hates him. Not He kills him simply because 
He's got to protect. He's got to protect Luke. He figures yeah. out that Maul is starting to, to piece realize things together. That Luke is Why alive. are you here? Yeah. What's going on? So that solves the the Maul issue. <laughs> well, like again, this is all for the all for the audience' right. sake, right? You know, I mean, we're you know, sorry to open up a can of worms, right? <laughs> okay, right. You know? So, so okay, so um, this that film still didn't explain timeline. Essentially, Han Solo, a, 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 a Star Wars story, I think, happens before Rogue One and yes. after Episode 3. Right, yeah. Right. Which, it's... in my theory, still brings me back, I'm sorry to insist upon this, makes him a little older than I've... In, 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 like, I'm, I'm thinking he's late 30s already, early 40s, by the time he meets, by right. the time he meets Luke and Leia. So he's got almost a 20-year hike on Luke and Leia. If he's in his late 30s and Luke and Leia are like 18, 19. I don't think he's in his late 30s. I think he's like 30, between like 33, 35. He's a so, man. He's, 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 he's a man that's compared all that's to Luke's shallow youth. Yeah. Right. And so the, with about 10 years, if he's like 25, 24 in this film, if 10 years later by the time he meets in his Leia Luke, he's, he's about 30, 35, 30, you know, between 33, 35. Okay. Okay. Now we've gotten that. Uh, that we've gotten how we per, how our personal feelings are about our initial feelings about the movie are. Um, Give me run down the cast here. Who so we'll start out with uh, well, let's start, Alden Alnrich as Alden Al- as Al- as Han himself mm-hmm. and uh, John uh, you, uh, roughly an unknown um, when Alden was 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 announced to take up the role as Han Solo, which by the way, I don't know how you guys felt about Solo. We you know we didn't really get his last name, and then it's like so what's your last name? He's like, oh, uh, who are your people? I don't have a people. Okay. Solo. Han Solo, you know. People are shitting down that all over the internet, and I don't care. I, it's like the silliest thing to be mad about, because it's like, honestly, that's 100% what I always thought. I never thought he came from a long line of solos. I always thought, George Lucas writes this crap on the nose. It's always been on the nose. Anyone complaining now? It's like, mm, no, it, it's Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. These well, names we'll, have always we'll, we'll been on to, the we'll nose. We'll get to what the, what, what's, what's <laughs> been said I, I mean, there. I mean, again, if someone, do you disagree, Anna? I don't disagree because Darth Vader, essentially, Vader means father. Darth, so, Darth uh, dark father. There are meanings behind is, why you know, people are named the way they, know they right, are. Right, right. So and I, I've never, yeah. I want to save my feelings to, to the people out there. For last, okay, you know? right, right, okay, but um, so but, yeah, this but, is an old literature. So all the was 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 cast for Han Solo, and uh, immediately people are like, "Oh, the guy from that Coen Brothers movie is Hail Caesar." The best thing to come out of that movie that people did, that that uh, yeah, that it was got, an under, you know, it was kind of an underwhelming mm-hmm. film, but everyone liked him in that movie, right, right. Didn't so um, overall, he's I think a very more than capable actor, and I think he nails it as as the character of Han Solo. Uh, and again, we'll, I'll talk to you guys out there, you know, later on, but, um, uh, Anna, so what did, what did you think of him as the performer? I liked so, him a lot. I really did. I, I, again, like all in all, I like the performances of, of just about everybody. I think it's well done. I think it's a good movie. Um, and I like him. I like him. I think he's charming. I think he's sexy. I think he kind of pulls off the sort of, you know, Harrison Ford almost pulls off this Harrison Ford kind of demeanor. I say almost because I think what he's lacking is the one-liners that Harrison Ford got in the whole Star Wars trilogy, which I'm kind of lacking in the Han Solo well, movie. Well, but, 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 but I said my, that yeah, we he, talked they, about they do this, a play yeah. on, like, rather than saying, I got a bad feeling. This is, I think, one yeah. of the first movies that doesn't even have that line. 
I have a, I'm, I have a bad feeling about this. And said, it's like, I have a good feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> they well, they do the an antithesis oh, by, of by, what he's going oh, to by, be. By the way, did you notice at the end there, uh, the best play that I thought, that very, very subtle, Han to Lando. Lando, oh, Lando to Han. I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great moment. It See, was, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think there were some. I think there were left Now, John here is the guy who feels that he wasn't quite what he wanted from Han Solo, right? I think the actor did a great job, and I think I think it's more to do this with the setup in the script or what? Maybe in the script, but I felt I felt like maybe he played a really good alternate Luke. To me, he came across. More as like this go-lucky Luke Skywalker character than he did a Han Solo character. That's just my opinion. I didn't hate it. I but but but, but and, and, and that, now what you because you, you're saying you sensed uh, you you There's thought it was a lot of naive. You think that that naivete? Well, I, don't you think that would go with his youth though? That he was not, a young not person. If you're born into slavery and and you know drug dealing. And... I don't know if he was. That's the thing. I'm not sure he was born into it because we he mm. does mention a thing there. You know that we do get a lot of. <laughs> Backstory into Han. We were we were like um, we we're like uh, so this is going to be a trilogy. Oh, this is one part of a trilogy, right. yes, right. So it's like so what are we going to see? Like Josh Brolin as his dad because he was like like uh, they mentioned um, some allusion to his, his father, father right, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember my my his dad father, was working the lines. He, was, he built these ships. Built yeah. these ships. So what are we going to see? Like J Josh Brolin. Like, being the oh, mechanic. Yes, the, uh, well, the you mechanic. no 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 and no no no. Let's be honest, Ed. You were all like, "Get Harrison for the sequel to play the dad." Right. <laughs> which, why which not? I would I would not, not? Be, I would not have a problem with. It. And I but I would want him to do it. I would want him to go Connery. I would want him to grow a huge beard. Yeah. And just wrench. be and just be something exactly and just be and just be like you know yeah. I'll take the rapist for five hundred. Hand me that hydro spanner over there, will you, kid? Sometimes you just gotta beat your wife. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta slap a Jedi. Um, um, so um, for me, I actually was not only pleasantly surprised, but I was really happy with it. Now I think that the naivete that you, I don't think there was. I think there was an enthusiasm. And I think that that he should be because he's young, he hasn't been quite as worn out. And mm. by the end of this film, he's he's gone through some stuff. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the cold you said the cold bloodedness and stuff. And that's what that whole endpoint with Harrelson is. I mean, they literally go. They he learns on the job. He learns on the job, and then more importantly, we get Han shoots first. We get where that comes from. It's the sword fight without a sword. Well, and which gets you to which, which, <laughs> which leads you to the next. Oh, character, oh, right, right, okay, yes, yes, yes. All which right. really uh, leads you to the next character, uh, Woody Harrelson as Tobias Beckett, who, according to what I'm reading here, is based on Long John Silver. Um, yeah, again, going towards the youthful character with you know the the you know the scoundrel, the more experienced like underworld type, who kind of beguiles him. Talk you know, about a nice guy. I. You know See, what? That's what these I. Things didn't come across the way they intended to me. Like I felt like Woody Harrelson was a sweetheart. I, I think he like, was though. I felt like um, Han Solo was a sweetheart. Well, he's sweet talking and would would deliver a lot of lines that you great, wanted to hear. A lot of lines that were. He tells you from the very beginning. Thank you. That's what I. That's what I liked about the character. I'm kind of sick of his honesty. I'm kind of sick of people being sweet. surprised by these. Right. Things right. I think but I don't see. But that's the thing. It's supposed to be tragic. You're not supposed to look at Tobias as like, I hate that guy. 
It's not even about tragic. I just kind of feel like one of the things that I like about movies and at the same time I don't like about movies. But anyway, that's my own thing. Is that, you know, you have this setup and the and the, the dialogue writer sets you up from the very beginning. Like you just have to pay attention to what's being said. He says in the very beginning, don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. So for those of us, at least me, who's like this like crazy movie watcher you see the thing coming you know it's not going to be her who betrayed him you know it's going to be woody harrelson because he says it from the very beginning and you also know from the very beginning she's going to save his ass because she does so on corellian you know before so and she's in love obviously with han solo so i kind of feel like woody harrelson betraying him is like you you see it coming coming from a mile away i could I, i i could go either way because there is a sort of sense of sometimes when a film where you go you're painting so obvious, you're putting a neon sign on something or lampshading so, so obvious that you can feel like, well, there's got to be a swerve. Well, but... The, like, this is... I'm going to think, you showed us in the trailers, don't trust anybody. You're going like, is that, are they are they mooning me? Well, or are they going right. to hand me a swerve? So that is still, in my opinion, something where it's like, I'm still unsure. I was unsure I, up until the end. So you know the, what I mean? The difference I between... The difference I didn't buy the ending. You didn't buy the ending? In, in the sense of... In the sense of, like, I know he's like, oh, you know, li- you should listen to me, kid. Don't trust me, you know? But at but, the end of it... But did you buy... I didn't buy it, though. Him shooting, him shooting like, just... You know, as the trigger is about to go, the laser bolt's already in his chest, you know? That was like, oh, okay. Ah, Han shot first, which you, you were saying. Right, that... You yeah. finally get that. Now, the thing about Beckett that... Um, I think it was just too convenient. From the very the sense first... of, it's not, and this is my problem with. It was too convenient. This is my only problem with. I think the whole new Star Wars trilogy series, whatever you want to say, this is where I kind of take Rogue One and put it apart from all the rest of them. The anthologies, like, right? The anthologies. It's, uh, it's, it's. They make it simple enough for you, and there's very little surprise in that area. Like if I think if they could push the storyline just a step further and kind of give you that complicity where. You know, they tell you don't trust anybody, and then at the end is you shouldn't trust anybody, but not because he said it, but because something else makes you blah blah blah. That would have been a little more interesting and a little less predictable. Well, they've I, they've gone ultimately with a storyline where he tells you this is going to happen. Well, I feel and like it happens, I've, and you wait for it, and and you don't enjoy it less, but you see it coming. But I feel that it is a very much a return of what Luke, at least what Kathleen Kennedy was trying to do here is we're going to bring back something that's very kind of old fashioned Western for you, right? And you have a, a mentor, and the first thing you see when Woody comes on screen is what? You see a silhouette of a guy with yeah, a jacket, and he's gun tapping. They made him a cowboy. They made him a cowboy. And Han is like, Han is us. We're looking at I want to be that guy. I want to be yeah. that guy. Can you teach me how to shoot can like that? Please, yeah. can right? I, can I because guess what? Around? When I was a kid and I saw Han, I want to be that guy. Right, sure. exactly. Right. So it's fitting that he should be. And I also think that he was sympathetic. And he was entertaining. Um, you could see how this person would be the mentor that Han had. Yeah. Um, and there's so nothing I totally, better than I totally, a mentor who's honest, I, what's more. You know, I, like the guy says it, he's honest about it. Like, why do we hate mm-hmm. him for it? Mm-hmm. You that's know? what I'm saying. There's not, That's where I'm saying the tragedy comes in. Yeah. I don't, I had no ill feelings towards Beckett. Me neither. Me neither. In the sense that uh, he set himself up. It's like, and, and there's something about Woody showing his age in this movie because without a doubt, even though he had a, that that piece on that you, know, <laughs> you would think would take off 20 years, no, it was really a sense of, I was looking at Woody and this going like, okay, yeah, Woody's, Woody's getting up there and I get a sense that this is a guy who 
is at the end of his rope of this world. They talked so much throughout the movie. I love the whole thing about him wanting to learn to play that, oh, that yeah, instrument. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. And there's like, yeah, this is a guy who's like, he, he, he why did he do what he did? Because he'd lost the woman he loved. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, I, I, I found him sympathetic and very entertaining. Now so, let's go to women. Uh, because Women. you you have you have the male you have the male lead and you gotta have and his is the female right. so lead in this Amelia Daenerys Stormborn mm -hmm. Amelia Clark aka Khaleesi I only address her as Khaleesi right, right. okay um, and she plays Kira uh, where they her and Han and Kira they grew up on Karelia street rats See, they grew stealing, up, I stealing cars you, I thought you said he didn't grow up on there See that's this is no 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 no, no 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 you said slave and all the rest but then they talk about he can't be with his dad and then be bought out. I see. I think that there's stuff we don't know, and that's the whole point know. of certain of these things. When he goes no, back, they when he's take, on... they take the kids once they become orphans, so he loses his. Like none of them were like left there by their parents. A lot of them lost their parents, whether to war or to um, disease or whatever, mm -hmm. and so they they get taken once the parents are in, in existence. But that's what I'm saying is that we. We don't, we don't know, know that for age. a fact. We don't know for a fact what that is with Han. We don't know if that happened early, if it oh, happened relatively yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't yeah, know yeah. if his his father's still alive because we, all we get is that things are complicated okay. between Han and his father, obviously. But back to Amelia Clark, the one character who, and we even see that in the trailers, it's like, I know who you really are. Yeah, they, they, they give us right away, they say, these two people are in love. Right. That they're a couple that they've been working together for this criminal enterprise, this alien, you know, crime lord in Corellia. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know about anybody else, what but... What a weak monster, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it's are vamp it's a vampire aren't vampires worm. also... Aren't vampires also vampire killed by worm. sunlight? So, I mean, you know, I mean... Uh, well, why, how does this now, I, I'll, I'll admit that um, prior to anything but the trailer, I thought that Emilia uh, Kira was going to eat it in this, in this movie. I thought that was going to set off a whole thing like... Oh, she eats it, Han. Because why? Because uh, Han ends up with Leia uh, at the end of the day, and not with not not with this other secondary character. I felt that in the marketing, oh, they're just slapping a, a a female lead into this. But instead, what we what we're getting is something more complex than that. Um, you have. I kind of feel like she becomes like one of the stormtroopers, you know, that like fights with Darth Maul or something. But <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, one of those silver ones, yeah. right? Well, she, what, she's in one of those, right? Uh, I don't know. Eh, you know, I mean, I, but what we're getting is, and then I said to you after we walked out, it's like, you broke my heart. <laughs> See, I was, I was prepared for that. I, I, uh, like you said, she doesn't end up with her. Something had to happen, and I didn't think they were going to kill her. Mm. I never once thought that her character was going to die. I said, mm, no, there's got to be something else here. And then when it gets towards the end, and I was like. Where are they going with her? Because I will say this much, one of my critiques of the film is a bit of Amelia Clark. I don't think they... I no, understood they what... They imply that she had to do horrible things in those three years. Right, right. And which the inverse of that is, again, what she says to Han is, you're a good person. And which is very much a different characterization. Like, if you were to juxtapose Beckett from Han, right? They're supposed to be kind of a the 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 mentor and mentee um uh, uh, apprentice type of relationship but the apprentice decides to cho choose a different route he's he's a, he's he's the 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 um the smuggler with a heart of gold yeah know? she's well she tells him you're the good guy right and han at that point in his life is like no i'm not i'm a i'm a 
I'm, a, I'm stealing things. I'm stealing you know? things. He's I'm always constantly I'm, right. I'm doing, I'm, 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 you know, yada, yada, yada. I've been, I'm, and I'm good at this. Right. And she's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, you'll always, mm-hmm. you'll always choose to do right. the right thing. And, and we know that that's Han. At the end of the day, Han will always choose to do the right thing, whether he's rescu- rescuing, uh, you know, helping out Wookiees or... Uh, <laughs> which you, is... But you were talking about your one criticism with her. What was that? I don't think that her character was all that as meaty as it could have been. I agree. Like you said, there's a Completely. sort of like, well, she's she's had to do all these horrible things. She did a lot of smiling and supporting of Han. I wish there had been more to that, but because then it would well, have added to the betrayal. You want to see what made her want to be had, with Maul. <laughs> I don't want to be, but the idea I that do, she tells I really she tells she tells, she tells him I, I've done horrible. She chose, Han, she chose Maul over Han. I don't think she chose. She chose not to be with Han because she felt that and she went to Maul. She again, but that's different. That's you're saying it like she's in love with Maul. Or she wants to yes, be with Maul. Yes, she wants the power. She wants to. Be... But the, I don't think that that's what it was. No, no, yeah, no, no. I that's think totally. she's she's under the thumb of. I don't even think it's under the thumb. It's very simply the fact she tells Han, "You're a good person," which implies that I am I'm not. not. Right. Yeah. She. That's she what I'm saying. Since so she's saying she's saying. I, I think that there's. I think that there's something fundamental that I, I. They try to do and it didn't work for me. You've got people that do good things because they're in love with one person, right? So she saves Han because she loves Han. She gives herself in and then lets Han go. She protects him when he meets what's his name? Uh, Boss, the, the right. Vision. The Vision character, <laughs> right? Paul Bettany. Yeah, Albi- albino, albino monks. Voss, yeah, Al- Voss. Albino monks, exactly. Voss. So, so she basically protects Han, but it's because she loves Han. It's not because she's a good person. And they make that ultra clear. Mm. Like when it comes down to making the right choice, for example, giving the fuel to the people that are battling yeah, because she was, blah, she blah, wasn't blah, down with that. She wasn't going with that. Whereas Han does what he does not because he's in love with just her. Does what he does because of a sense of justice or a sense mm. of, of sense of morality. ethics and morality, right? right? So I, I totally get that, and I get that she went off with Maul because of that difference. Like it wasn't so much about loving Maul or not loving Han enough. It was more about you I know think it's a the only person I'd want to save is you, and if I and you're saved, like I did it, you know that guy's gone. That guy's be, gone. But we can't be together. We've we've missed you know the the time has passed you know that door closed yeah. before we could get away with it together and yeah, so she feels that I think that her point of view would be Han you have me in amber you have me as we were three as I was three years ago it's more than three years isn't it no it's not three, three years three years yeah we're all timelines all over the place this <laughs> yeah because so, that one I that one I completely so, three years from. I want to fly. I want to. Right, I want to be exactly. a pilot. And then yeah. it's so like, yeah. in that three-year period, all the things that she's done to survive, get where her, her position and all the rest, and got Lord knows she's what it is. She's not an innocent flower. She's no longer, no. and that's her whole thing. Even says, she Boss does even still says, care for him. She's done things that you will never ever understand. Thank you. And mm-hmm. and she still has affection or mm-hmm. love for Han, but. She's we no. There's yeah. There's no turning back. For there's her. no turning back. You. I, yeah. I'm not gonna. You're a good person. I'm not. And this. This is not gonna be now, a thing. Since we're on on relationships here, let's get to Chewbacca. Yeah. The, okay. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Will, uh, uh, yes. The yeah. Yeah. Han Solo's real love. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ju- Jonas uh, taking over. Soitamo, who ex basketball player in uh, in the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Well, he he was subbing for Mayhew in some yeah, scenes. Yeah, because Mayhew some is scenes, an able move. Scenes, the way some right. scenes were Mayhew, some scenes were mm. him, 
And um, this is his first time taking over the role, I think, in totality. Right. And damn, Chewie works in this movie. Chewie works From gangbusters the moment in this movie. To, okay, one of my favorite scenes. It's true. Is the they gave him some Botox, you know? The, <laughs> the, imperial, the, the imperial pit scene <laughs> and the first meeting that they have because for years and years as a kid, uh, with the uncanonical stuff and the canonical stuff, um, we all have a different we all have what? a different idea of how they met, right? Um, I'm gonna rescue you, and you see, there's in the comic books, you know, you see him burning his ID card, um, but here it's like, wow. So we're getting something that's just it's in different. My, in my opinion, is very different, and which I love so much. Down to that's right, I speak a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny? Which I thought it was brilliant. Oh my god, yeah, that I, was brilliant. I, I Anna online literally like the month before the movie came out. I was like going like. I was just with these guys on the forum, and I was like, you know what? It's funny, and it's also funny because there was a Saturday Night Live skit basically about this, <laughs> where it was like, you know, we should probably learn how Han knows the language. And even though we didn't do that, because I said, it's how? It's like, it's just like, oh, yeah, he speaks this Wookiee language. And Especially it's like, if he's a child in a slave planet. See, so I don't think, I think he got, sorry to go back, but I think he got to that planet later in life. I think he got there when he was like 15, 16, 17. Uh, again, they've always, he he's was... always been, he's, they've always called him a Kirillian. And, and the, so and then the how extent, did he learn these languages? Because, I start, because you already saw on his planet there were other alien creatures yeah, there. Yeah. So I have another yeah, he question. Could have, for all you know, he could have, he, he, for all you know, he could have This eaten, was a good crime lord. You but, know, but, but, but I'm saying, school, <laughs> not the, school, but, yeah. for all, but for all, for all you know, he could have been going to like a, Oh, 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 a Wookiee restaurant you pick every week because he liked because he, he liked the food and he had to order the stuff. I mean, come on. Man. So, so when you meet the Wookiees for the first time, it's because Yoda goes to the Wookiee planet mm. and that's where Order sixty six is passed, Correct. and mm -hmm. he basically is friends with the Wookiees and the Wookiees save him. So that's kind of when I first remember seeing the Execute Wookiees for the first order. time, right? And 66. when you do Episode four, Wookiees are supposed to be extremely rare. Like one of the reasons why the Wookiee is such a great person to have is because you can bring him in you know in handcuffs and try to break into prisons in three different times you know, episodes three different ways and it works each time because they're extremely rare no one has seen a Wookiee since like forever right and I, here's Chewbacca that, is, the great Chewbacca I don't, the great I don't know if I don't know if that has ever been a, a thing yeah, established they make in the it, well they, they make it in this movie that they're like enslaved well Wookiees and, have been enslaved correct. that doesn't mean that Wookiees and are rare so, yeah wait, and, and they're rare and, and they're, they're rare, rare. sure in the movie. I, I think I will say yes wait, you're right well Jabba the Hutt wants Wookiees because he's you know he has like a whole collection of rare animals and he doesn't have a Wookiee he actually well, says that by the time that Jedi yeah by the time that Jedi by the time of Jedi hits Jedi you Chewbacca is well, known as... he wanted as... him because of the Solo thing. I don't think he wanted Chewbacca because he was a, a, a rare thing. The guy that said, there is a whole thing with Jon Favreau's character, Rio, in here, who does seem to say, is that a Wookiee? In a way, maybe implying what you're saying, that maybe there is some sort of like, is that a Wookiee? The legendary fighters from the Clone Wars, yeah. blah, It's blah, very blah. conceivable that they've gone no, underground, talk, right? I mean, that's that's But they one... also, in that movie, sorry, but they also, in that movie, talk about how they've try to exterminate the Wookiees too. Yeah. Do they exterminate? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't kill, know about... go hunt them and kill them and well, it could bring be, them to the slave uh, planet. It could be very very conceived that Wookiees, they're, they're legendary. By the time they get to the Return of the Jedi, Chewbacca has a title. The Watch mighty Chewbacca. Watch the movie yeah. again. They go a little bit. But, it's, it's quick. But, but it may very well them. be that they've gone underground. There's a whole, yeah. like, there's a lot that we don't know. Right, right. There's right. A story. And, there's a, there's, and there's still a lot we don't know about Chewie even though there's this yeah. film. Um, one of my favorite moments of the movie is when you know, yes, there's that great meeting 
wonderful. I mean, can they, they immediately have Alden Ehrenreich and this version of mm -hmm. Chewbacca immediately have chemistry. Mm -hmm. Immediately, mm -hmm. and I thought that that mm -hmm. that worked. worked that, really I thought yeah, that there yeah. was a lot of good fun interplay between them. Well, of, you know, a good this, this, uh, friendship building part was when he saves him on the train, where? and then like uh, Chewie's really like. You know, I'm going to strip where, where I'm kind well, of going with the whole death, Chewbacca the idea, much. however, is that, you know, for the first time you meet other Wookiees than Chewbacca. Right. Like he actually saves, you know, the the, the drilling planet where they go to right. get the and, the... and there's that there's that moment where he says uh, he's got, you know, his, his tribe or his family. What, yeah, what do you I'm mean? What's the difference? Exactly. Like, <laughs> now we get a display of Chewbacca's... For the first time we really see... sheer strength of what he's capable of doing. Um... Tearing off someone. those arms. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that, that, was, that was reference to what he says in yes, the episode you know, four, I, right? Or, or just like, you know, he takes Han and he just tosses him right out of the pit. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's... Well, that was the thing because when they meet in that pit and they, they go in a different, separate direction because they're, they're, and I said, these mother effers, it's the defiant ones. Yeah, It's yeah, the defiant it is. ones. And Jumping I thought that was train. wonderful. Everything about it. These guys the, are the, the, good the, the, the friends. My good no. friends. The Defiant Ones is a. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, Anna's never heard of the Defiant um, Ones. Tony Curtis, Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier. Oh my God. The, a film from the 1960s, but I believe it takes place in the 1950s. Chain Gang. It's essentially. And a, they get away from prison together. I did see this. Okay, so yeah, so, and that's what this it, is. They're writing into this the is the Defiant Ones. This is the Defiant Ones. Star Wars Defiant Ones. And then, of course, we, we you know, he's wonderful. Again, he doesn't speak, but because the the uh, they're working so well between Al, uh, Aaron Reich and him, it works. It mm -hmm. absolutely works. Mm -hmm. And there's just that wonderful moment when the first when Kira's in the seat next to him, and he's like, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta change the auxiliary and and bypass." And she's the thing. looking for and the she's buttons. Like, and where would that be? And she was like, "God damn, it's this <laughs> and this and this." And he's like, "You can fly, one hundred ninety. You look great. <laughs> great. See, that's what I'm saying. I think there was a lot of good lines um, um, from Hansel in this. So next character is uh, the childish Gambino, Donald Glover himself, playing Lionel Calrissian. Wonderfully oh, understated. Man. He could have easily overtaken this movie. Mm. And I think he played it just right. I do have just one right. part, Everything you heard about me? part I did not like with him. Oh, and what was that? What's that? So, you know, we have this whole thing, Black Lives Matter, here on Earth. Okay. And then... Donald Glover is on a ship, and there's a line that's like, robot lives matter. I'm like, how dare <laughs> these people do that? It's not his fault, Donald Glover's fault, but how did, how could you put Donald Glover supposed to be really like representing the times and, and, John? and spokesman for, for colored people? And then you make a joke about robot lives matter on the well, movie. Not, wow. John? I'm very upset. Are I'm you are you really upset, John? Yeah. Are you really upset? I can only say I this. I only say this because John. I am. As we've said, we we've worked with you on the show for two years. <laughs> I've heard your jokes. <laughs> not a joke. It's not a joke. I've, I did. I've, I was uncomfortable. With you that. really was uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't. I think. Look. Robot I think. By the way, matter? I've placed a Mississippi Jim ban on this show. In yeah, oh, Mississippi Jim. No, no, he's banned. He's banned. <laughs> Yeah, executive, executive, executive. So, so Lando, we're introduced in this movie. We get uh, Han and Lando's, and again, 
What do you heard think, about me, baby? It's true. It's all true. I think the ke- <laughs> I think the I think the chemistry was there instantaneously. Now there are moments where I feel that uh, Donald was really going that extra Billy Deeds. Like there were well, there were some now, moments. Oh well, you know it's like it's like for a moment I was like. When he talks say, to Amelia Clark, especially, no, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Leia and yeah, and you know, it's very well, like, hello, Kira, what yeah. are you doing? Or even da- down to darling, down to like you know, I felt like at, at any moment, uh, at the end of the day, I like to pull out the Colt forty-five. I mean, for God's sake, you have him talking to a hologram. Oh, by the way, I just want to let you know that that what he says in that moment, yes, that's pulled directly from one of the uh, EU uh, old Lando novels. Oh, really? The okay. adventure that he's talking extended about is, is extended universe stuff. And when he's when he says it's from one of the old Lando. Calrissian novels. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't even know there were Lando Calrissian novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from way back. Um, Which and- tells us also that at some point, because now, what are the rumors of Kathleen Kennedy? They say, "Oh, we're going to do a Lando movie." Is that? I don't true? know if that's been confirmed or not, but a lot of people are like, "Oh, we loved him so much." But see, I don't. Uh, I see. I disagree. I, yeah, I want I'm, to I'm see. I want to see. That. If I want to see Lando again, I want to see Lando with Han and Chewie. Right. None I don't want to see a Lando you know off on his own kind of thing. I, I, I think would be interesting. Better. I'm with you on that. I'd, like I'd see rather him win the uh, Millennium Falcon. I would like to see. No, that. he's lost it. He's, he's done. Lost it. No, that's it. I would like to see him win it. That's what I'm saying. When how did he oh, first? Oh, is that like an origin story? Yeah. No, how did he the, get the Falcon? Most importantly, yeah. now most importantly, Jonathan, what you have to understand is the one thing, the other thing that puts La- General Lando Cowers on the map <laughs> is that there's something called the Battle of Tanab. Because you and I, Miguel and I, we grew up watching Return of the Jedi, and we're like... And suddenly Lando bowls this out. I did something military-wise years ago. He becomes a general. How? Well, same way Han became a general. (laughs) Someone heard about my little maneuver at the the Battle Battle of Tanab. Now, what the heck is that What is that? Uh, Who knows? Right? So, yes, there might be a story there. Which means that Han Solo basically told... Yeah, this is, and it could have been, and it could have been something along the lines of maybe an adventure they had together. Uh, I think he's, I think he's really good. He's very, very fun. But something I want to point out, and that I really appreciated about this movie, both for Han and for Lando, and that is this: even with all of the stuff that we said when he's, I'm waiting I know for you, it. I'm waiting for it. Okay. I know what you're gonna say, but go on. <laughs> I know you don't know what I'm gonna say. Okay, go on. Okay, so even though he has that scene with Kira, where it's like you're, you're a good person. Yes, Han is a good person, but he will still kill you if he has to. Okay, Lando in this film, and and again, and he is. He says he's a schemer, he's a smuggler, he's still all of those things. He's even with the heart of gold. Lando is also, we know, ultimately a good person. And again, Lando does a lot of crappy stuff in this movie to him. Not least of which is Lies that away. whole. Yeah, Lying exactly. Away. That's what I say. And it's that's like... what I'm saying. People were people want these characters to be perfect, and it's like. They're all criminals. <laughs> Whether we agree with the Empire or not. He doesn't fly away because he's a jerk. He flies away. He's heartbroken about his co-pilot. No. He, yeah. no, he, he flies is, away because he's, he's like, I'm no, done with this. He flies away because yeah. he realizes a, he's not going to get his share of the money. I have a blaster wound here. Yeah. My, my co-pilot's kind of dead. Yeah, exactly. ship is crap. <laughs> That's why he flies away. It's, not, sh- it's sh- not necessarily. I don't is, think he's like, I need to screw him over. The ship looks like it always has looked like in the movie. It's not. I don't buy that again. I don't buy that I need to screw them over. I think it's it's not heartbroken. I, his ship's broken. I don't know about a heartbroken, and I don't know, yeah, but I do. Heartbroken. His co-pilot. He's obviously sad. Right. Holding the co-pilot. Right. In his arms, okay. Crying. Yes. He's That's heartbroken. True. Yes. <laughs> but, but at the same time, Lando is also like I said. I don't think it's like I want to. Like I said, it's not. I want to screw them over. Yeah. 
but it's also that's exactly what I'm saying. No, I don't think it's, it's, he it's, wants to screw it's, him over. It's, right, it's, it's not screw them. It's not screw them. But it is also self preservation. It's run to fight another day. Yeah, it's, it's totally not just. It's not just. I'm heartbroken. It's also uh, these guys are probably not going to get out of this situation. <laughs> and, I mean, so l- I might as well. Let's be honest about this. Like we're being critical about the fact that yes, he is. I agree with you. I think he is heartbroken. I think that when she says, you know, he's in love with me to Kira, everybody starts laughing, and then you see how mm. he treats the robot, and you kind of understand that he actually really does love the robot it's affection so, i don't know about i don't know about love well i mean it's not physical well, but it, it, it's something about it is, he appreciates her. he appreciates he did, this was his friend this right. was his friend but what what uh, what i'm kind of getting at is that all of these people essentially have known each other for five minutes right. at this point in time yeah, yeah. with the exception yeah, of han solo and kira who have been childhood buddies you know everyone's just been thrown co-pilot. together La- yeah. lando no, you know han solo for years Yes, but uh, Lando mm-hmm. and Han Solo have just met. Han Solo and uh, uh, what's his name? Tobias. Uh, Woody, w- Tobias have just met. Right? Chewie and Han have just Chewie met. Chewie and Han have just met. So like, there's there's a sort Loyalties, of loyalties. Why? Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't have that. He wouldn't have that natural like. Yeah. I've got to go in there and save my buddy Han. It's like like n- they work together and they make a good team and they want to make a profit and they get out of it. You he know, saw them going pear shaped. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was going pear shaped and was like, yeah, okay, you leave and when he brought them together, yeah. So, and, the, uh, and the only people who end up hanging out together and basically living chewy. at the end of are chewing a Han because there is that extra something that they develop and that extra trust and that extra love, right? That was not the case between Han and Tobias. That was not the case between Han and Londo, right? Like, at know. least not yet. At least not yet. Well, but exactly. even when Han brings in Leia to to the right. the stars, you know, she's like, "Do you trust him?" He goes, "No." No. But- <laughs> great, by the way, great callback. Why does Han say that? Because the last time he was in a situation, yeah. Lando was like, no, I got to get the hell out of here. Sorry about this one, Han. Uh, okay, so uh, any other characters? All right, so I'm just going to um, mention Thani Newton, who plays, and Love I her. didn't know, the, Val, Val Beckett. She's the actual wife of Tobias. Um, Again, going towards making that character very sympathetic. Wait, to go back, sorry. Lando is in love with the co-pilot and is very mad at Han because he kind of blames Han for. It doesn't seem that co- way when he meets yeah. him again. It's it's it's. No, but remember, he's like, "Well, I never want to see him again." Well, Han is also the, the also only one that runs his... to, yeah. to save them, right? To get them out of the shooting range. And also, he trashed his shooting ship. Line. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big. Part. <laughs> he got behind it's... it. The second he, that he ship it only over. looks good when Lando's flying it, and for the rest of like eternity of Star Wars, Jonathan, just put it this way: it, it looks like trash. Every time we do a show, and Miguel and I, we sort of trash up your the, the, the studio. I know that as soon as you, hey guys, all right, see you guys later. Close the door. God damn it, these guys. You know, like uh, there's 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 uh, coconut juice all over, all the, over place. the place. And there's bottles. broken glass. <laughs> These guys are trashing this stuff. So, and yeah. by the way, I really love the little wink that they gave us about the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, which is what you keep hearing. You know, oh, yeah. she's the fastest trip. She did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Like, he says this all the time. And you're like, what the fuck is the Kessel Run in? What the hell are 12 parsecs? Oh, oh, we finally get that. Oh, by the way, going into the, 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 the robot, I would just want to say another L3. great... Uh, yeah, L3. L3, another great thing was this. In Empire, we have a, po- we have a moment where C-3PO has to hook up with the computers yeah, yeah. Aboard, yeah. aboard the Falcon. Yeah. And he says, you know, you know, Captain Solo, you know, I don't know where your, your computer learned to talk, you know, learned to communicate, but he had the most peculiar dialect, <laughs> kind of <laughs> suggesting that the onboard computer system of the, of the Falcon has this accent. is a little salty compared to compared to 3PO. And so I love that there, was, uh, there were a lot of those great little, little moments, even up to the moment where 
Han, when he meets Lando at the end, does exactly what Lando did to Han in Cloud City. It was like, are you are you angry with me? Are you angry with me? Ah, oh, <laughs> no, you come here, you big uh, By the way, um, Phoebe Wallabridge, who plays the voice of L337, yeah, yeah. we're getting a lot of, it seems to be the trend that if it's a prequel and, it's a and there's a droid in the prequel, no, I'm sorry, if there's a... Uh, an anthology film, mm -hmm. and then there's a droid in these anthology films. You're gonna get something salty, like. Um, See, uh, I don't. Yeah. I think K2 right? Rogue One, the the, the 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 what do you call it? The Empire. The, yeah, K2SO. Like, K2SO. But see, I think that they were different type characters. Oh no, yeah, but, I, I but they're both. They, they're both. Yeah, they're both funny, fun um, droid characters. But K2SO was a lot more droll. They're wise asses. They're both wise asses, but yeah. K2SO is more droll. Whereas I think she is, she is she's like, like, uh, again, equal rights. she's a lot more, she's a more animated. My brothers and sisters. She's a feminist. She's more yeah. animated. She's, she's much more aggressive. Yeah. Um, she carries a key right, right in her chest plate, you know? Right? And, yeah. and, and her melding with the Falcon goes towards what Lucas always said. Cause Lucas always said was like, it doesn't, the speed and the ship, blah, 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 has nothing to do with the engines. It's plotting the course. And so now we know why, you know, because Lando says, well, she's got the greatest star chart. She's it's, it's experienced. I could have wiped her memory and she wouldn't have this personality, mm -hmm. but then I would I lose would access to all that. this, you know, all this great information. Which I kind of like because for me, that's a metaphor for, you know, salty personality comes with knowledge. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you kind of could be this insipid or, you know, kind of toned down thing if you don't have the knowledge or the, the experience. But because you do have knowledge and experience, it automatically leads you to have that, this, that like, brings up um, that know. that brings up something interesting because, um, like you said in the beginning, Solo opens up a whole uh, uh, a bunch of other opportunities for them to go many different directions. Um, the one droid, like uh, the bounty hunter, like the first thing that pops in my head is a uh, is IG eighty eight. Um, what you're getting is so, so he's a former uh, assassin droid, droid right. you know, who becomes a bounty hunter. How does that work exactly? Like, isn't we've seen the jokes on Robot Chicken? It's it, well, it is. Well, it is. It's always uh, been. He, there's always say been anything, this, you know, it's like there's always been this gray area in Star Wars because they want you to take characters like three PO and R two D two and be like, yeah, they're really full fledged characters. But then you realize it's like. Yeah, in, like, in, in the prequels, it's like, yeah, go, go take 3PO and wipe his memory. We don't give a crap. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, R2-D2, you're fine. You get to keep who you are. 3PO will just completely destroy your personality. <laughs> so it isn't in a weird area of are we, are, are we taking them seriously as really independent yeah, and, creatures? And therefore, like, do I want to see a Star Wars movie that deals with uh, um, uh, a, a robot uprising? Like, I don't know if I want to do... I, uh, I, don't well, I don't think you will yeah. because I think it was just the funny thing. Um, so uh, we're uh, one last character I want to get is the Quinlan Voss character. Dr Dryden by... Voss, played by Paul Bettany. Originally, they casted Michael K. Williams of um, of, of, the wire of, fame, of the Wire yes. fame, but uh, there were scheduling things with the whole mm -hmm. uh, re uh, reshoot. Now, Voss I found interesting as a character because he wasn't at all kind of what I thought he was. Even though at the end there he was just like you know it's like you know they have the meeting, but there was something about the way he was meeting, the way he was kind of like. I'm the big boss, but, you know, I've got my own, <laughs> I've got people above me. Like, you didn't get a sense of him, like, necessarily even enjoying killing. He's just like, look, I got to kill a lot of people to satisfy my bosses. <laughs> I got a quota. I, I got a quota to fill. I got, th exactly. I think he really was. It's like, because the way he was like, we're all going to be friends here, and uh, we're going to take care of this talk. business. Now, what you are realize, you of course, that me? if you don't uh, uh, deliver on this, I will I'm have to kill, kill you. you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, much like Beckett, he kind of lets it all out. I could have, but it's very like proper and prim and very like I kind of feel like Paul Bettany plays it very English on on, on right. the character. And I think it would have been very easily for this character not to work at proper. all, but because Paul Bettany is such a he's a charming actor, and everything, yeah. And I, I I love him, and I honestly felt like this role did nothing for me. I love a, I love him. A, I love his character. movies. He's, he's just it's there. not he's not he's not super meaty right. or anything. Mm -hmm. He's not in he's not in a lot of scenes. Yeah. He's not quite the MacGuffin, but he's you know it's like he's an element in the plot. They could have made yeah. him someone you hated if they showed like I hate to say it, but like if they were like maybe he's like too abusing, for him to be a maybe if they, they showed him abusing Kira or something. No, they did. And then you'd be they like, kind I of imply no, certain th imply, some of that. Yeah, they do imply some, certain. But that's well, why you don't hate him. Some right things away. you, some things they do imply also is that she taught, uh, he uh, he taught Kira a lot of things. Um, Tara Cassie, for one. Well, yeah, let's get into that. The martial arts, the martial arts of the, of the Star Wars world. <laughs> but again, there's this sense there is this. Uh, which, Hitler. by the way, okay. So you, we have, we have the uh, what is it called again? Um, Terrace Cassie, which was a game, I believe, a Star Wars game from the '90s, was a fighting game, and then that sort of became integrated through a lot of other things in the EU. It's been one of the one of various martial arts in the Star Wars universe. And I might want to add something. The scene where she really shows it off, which is at the end, where they're fighting Voss, right? What I loved about that was that Han is totally ineffective in that fight. <laughs> and he's, Blaster gets knocked off. He has off. a bunch of moments like that, which I appreciate in this film, because as I've always said, Han is not a badass. No. He's a scrapper. He's a survivor, but he's not necessarily the guy that goes in and takes out a whole platoon of guys. He's never no, been that Han guy. Is, Han is the one with the plan. Like he's always, you know, got the plan. And 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 he, I don't know. I he don't makes, know about that. No, he makes you think it, he's got a plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because because <laughs> at the end of the day, and this, he, Tobias, no problem. We, but we, it's, right? It's yeah, about but the I'm, gun. Not, it's I'm not saying that he's never gun. been. But he's hold, never been like. Hold on now. Commando. This, he's not sports. This, this is you know. Yeah. Miguel and I had a conversation about this. What Han Solo has always been that guy who's. I'm going to run down the corridor screaming and yelling, not knowing what's going to happen on the other side. And when I, when I when come I get across to the end there. a platoon of stormtroopers, <laughs> I'm going to yell that. and run the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And Chewie's like, what the hell is going on? Because the first plan wasn't a good plan to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm left with merely running away. <laughs> totally. He's but always... Think on the fly. He's always scrounging. He's always, you know, you know okay, this well, didn't work. I got to do, but I've got to always make it sound... Yeah. Like yeah, and no matter what he and that's the other thing Alden delivers on in this film. Oh yeah, and he's and, always and, trying to talk his way out of something. Sure, and Leia's always calling him out on it, which is what makes the tension between them in the very beginning. You know, she's like, "Oh, great plan!" You know, how did you plan on getting out of this prison? You know, so you, yeah, totally. See, but, I, but I've always, I've often felt that that's the thing that you know that at, at least in the first film, especially in the first film, I don't want to say Luke is in awe or anything, but wishing. Luke kind of, even though he butts heads with Han. He never calls him on his shit. No, what she does. It's it's Leia. I had it all under control. I had it all under control. Yes, your worshipfulness. You want to get out of here? You're gonna do exactly what I said. She's like, no, you. I, it's obvious, and there's the similarity to Kira. Right. Kira sees through him. Right. Through whatever false front he's putting on. And that's a similarity to um, to Leia. Where I'm kind of going with all of this is that in all of the movies, all he's ever, I mean, even this action figure, he's got the holster, he's got the gun, and eventually he's got the knuckles, you know, to like fist fight. But other than that, you don't see him ever do anything else. Mm. He's a great pilot, 
But we he's saw... A, he's a great pilot, but that's about it. But other than that, like, he's not the guy who, like, you know, has the super sword or this fantastic plan or, you know, these even are in the, the beginning you're of looking this, for. Or, you know, even in the beginning of this yeah, movie, we see yeah. he probably wasn't even a great soldier. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't even... Like, he got bucked for whatever reason. He got bucked out of the flight school, and now he's a grunt. Not even a stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was just like, yeah, these are the guys that carry the artillery, and they're yeah. the cannon fodder, and yeah. so on Do and so forth. Do you know the scene where, where Beckett, by the way, the, the the DL44 blaster is its own character, right? And you oh, see I where, love that. Yeah. And you see where Beckett he by this the Mauser the German Mauser is um you can you can pretty kind much of based on put him, a yeah. put a put a stock on it. Yeah, I'll put an extender a, a barrel extender on it, and you see Beckett like do as Beckett I say, apart, yeah. do as do as I say, and then eventually it becomes the iconic form that we've always. Where known. does where yeah. does that? Uh, which movie does that come from? Where it says, "Do I say, do as I say, not say as I do"? That sort of that's. I thought that's like a uh, kind of like a it's full a metal jacket type of. Type not of, something a lot, a, a, a lot of things. What I what I liked is the fact that um, we see Beckett with it, and we know that the DL forty four in the EU has always been. It's an outlaw weapon. Oh, okay. It's not. You're. It's an illegal weapon within the oh, empire. I see. I see. It's kind of like supposed to be like overpowered and. Um, <laughs> The only people who use it are people who are using it for intimidation. So mm -hmm. it's you know scoundrels. Long time ago in the galaxy, hunters. far, far away. It is a it is a time it is a time of outlaws. <laughs> yes, right. That's and that's thank how you. The whole that's how is, they. That, that's because of this, this, this film. Which, by the way, like the and you see for the first time the empire. You see what the empire is doing on other worlds, and you see that they're actually struggling in some places. Like mm. it's not a it's not a a cakewalk for them to just take over worlds. Right. People yeah. Yeah. Them. That 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 was their that that whole planet seemed to be like some sort of like mix between World War One and Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, that is <laughs> a lot more Vietnam than there World was. War actually, I. that was um, that's an extended universe planet as well. I'm trying to refer, remember where it was, but it is a planet that had been mentioned before in mm. in, in, in the past. Um, but yeah, they don't they don't. I mean, the, the cool thing about the movie is that you kind of understand that the you know like by the time you get to episode four, everything is like set up and great, and you know the empire has all of this power, and here they don't, and you you're starting to feel still that transition between like you know basically Palpatine and Order sixty six, and then what's going to be you know and it's not and it's not been, and it's not been good for the uh, for anything the to say about the development with the Kazan and the son um, and the the production of this because. Um, Lawrence Kazan and Jonathan Kazan. Well, that's, been I on think that there, I think that it was Kazan's voice. The two things that made this film really work for me, and I have to give kudos to Howard and Kazan, and they're old school hands. You know, these are not ingenue, you know, new on the scene players. Not, they're, not, not Lord and Miller. No, they're not right. Lord and Miller. And I think that I got a real Silverado feel from this film. Mm -hmm. uh, again, because the dialogue yeah, and got the, the action. I mean, it's basically a train robbery. Yeah, I, I looked a, at it a, as a, it's a, it's a heist movie. It's a heist movie. It's a heist movie. Movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a heist criminal uh, type film. They, I think they handled all of the uh, action beats were really, really good. Some of the shots, the, the train stuff was all really good. Um, the space stuff was really good. I mean, my God, we all laughed our asses off when the iconic... <laughs> happened, and we're all I'm all like it's not my fault <laughs> you know I, I mean and then and then the the and then the the falcon takes off like a bat out of hell <laughs> Let, um uh let's get into some things that we didn't like okay 
Um, I, I'd like to start about the, I like to start with this with the the not that I didn't like, but the cons per se, the Enfy Nest and the Cloud Riders. Right. That that's you thought it was weak to you. Well, because I'm like what? Because as soon as um uh what, what's her name takes off the uh, Enfy Nest takes off her helmet, you're like okay, what's Where going on? Where is this on going? Yeah, here? I my immediate thought was there's something about that girl. Um, freckles, the freckles and everything, but also I don't know why. I for a second there I was like, wait, is that Beckett's is that daughter? Beckett's daughter with that's Val? what I thought too. Yeah, yeah and then they I wanna, didn't I, go I, that way. That's exactly that, what I thought. That. It was Beckett's daughter. No, no, no. She's a completely separate yeah, I know, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, initially I, I was like, okay, where's this plot going now? Um, it wasn't. They were serviceable and they were there to be this sort of thing, and then a switcheroo. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. This is this comes out of Rebels. left field. But... I kind of, I kind of felt like they were the rebels that you should have introduced as rebels and now marauders from the very beginning. Right, and, and I'm kind of give them identity of because of... again, this is this is when the rebel, it's the rebels. It's a... Remember, even during rebels, this takes place before rebels, the TV show, and therefore, and therefore in rebels, they, establish... they talk about it's not a alliance yet. So they're trying there are, to... No, I understand. There are dis- disparate groups all over. So they're using this she, she specifically says in the movie, this, we're not marauders, we are an alliance of people fighting against mm. the Crimson Dawn, right? Uh, or the Empire. Or the the Crimson, Crimson, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like, but... So they develop themselves into what's going to be the rebels that fight well, the yeah, Empire ra- later eventually on. Eventually, that's one group that will eventually coalesce yeah. into, mm. into the... Into what is the alliance, and she tells you know. Yeah, you but know, she she's she's not referenced at least not for me. So when I first see her, I'm thinking it's 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 the kid, like exactly like you said. It's, yeah. it's, I thought it was the daughter, yeah. and then the daughter they went into the, another right. area. I, I it was just a twist that was fine, wasn't mind blowing, but certainly was like. Where okay, where did this come uh, from? Again, right. like you know, kiss, keep keep it simple, stupid. I mean, there's just certain like things that like simplicity makes. Really I think what cool. they needed was they needed some situation to put Han in. Yeah, they needed to put to him put... in a situation where he had to be the good guy and give the, the fuel right. to the right people. Mm. I, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I totally right. get it. So basically they're using this um, movie and the characterization as a vehicle as the beginnings of of, of, the, of, of the Alliance. Um, one thing I wanted to, to point out about um, the Cloud Riders, they're all ragtag because you guys, they had a, Rod- a Rodian. You had uh, Wicket, <laughs> yeah. also known as Willow. Well, I think, again, symbolizing the Rebel Alliance right. as being the diverse group versus the Empire, which is kind of a humans, mm-hmm. just white people. human, a human only kind of like, like, like deal. white people only. Well, it just, well, I, you know, OK, about that. So Val, Val Beckett is supposed to pass as an Imperial uh, um, soldier officer um, during that whole battle. Um, because she's walking around, she's got that fabulous fro of hers, and I'm like, oh, okay, so... While the Empire has always been presented as a sort of pseudo-fascist Nazi group, and very, always with the, always with the, um, Anglo accents... You know, so it's very imperious and everything. The truth is, even in the expanding universe stuff, they've well, they've, they've well, had as, as the they've had rebels. Uh, the... They've um, they've had imperials of various races. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that it, it symbolically, we know the Nazi thing Correct. is kind of in the forefront. What, so. what car commercial tells you? It's basically you know Loki's in it, and and you know they're like oh, the, the best, Jaguar. The, 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 yeah, the Jaguar. Jaguar. The best villains the best always villains have all an English have accent. accents. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so you know they they kind of go, but I think they have always they've established that. 
Yeah, they, there have been Imperials that are in the extended universe that are look different a, racially. I kind of have a question because I'm not as deep into as Star guys. Wars. Um, I, I enjoy. Oh no, you're in the deep. I'm in the deep now. Um, so what's kind of the point of the Crimson thing? Yeah, when, Crimson, Crimson when, Dawn. Uh, when Red they Dawn. already kind of run the Empire. You know what I mean? So what do you mean? for who, who that's like Crimson Dawn runs the Empire like or the dark people. The dark right, so oh, the dark people. I was worried there for a second. Well, you know, well, you know, yeah. um, and we're gonna get into, this is where well, uh, like I, all I wanna, fascist but government, no, but but uh, you know, Palpatine, right, is right, running things, but he's like electrocuting people with his fingers, right, and uh, and and, and Vader, is, Vader, is Vader is his lieutenant. Right. It's his first lieutenant. Right. Is Dar Darth Maul? You know, right. so like, so where you have to understand, this, yeah. Darth Maul is out of the picture. He's technically as, not even a Sith. At yeah, this he's point. not even a Sith, and this is where you get it. If you end up watching, do end up watching Rebels. Um, as far as anyone else knows, so he's, he's been sliced in half. But like as Miguel said, his anger had kept him so together that he was able to construct cybernetic legs for himself. So does that mean that he's fighting the Empire too? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So he is a spoiler Donald's, against all sides. He wants he to is, take over the Empire. He wants to take over the world. No, it's not even for, take for over the Empire. He, he just is, wants to kill everybody. No, not kill everyone. He he wants to put an end to, to, to Palpatine, and he wants to put an end to Vader. Yep. He is there. He now, granted, yeah, he is, he is, he is all... He, while, while he's still perfectly fine getting revenge against the Jedi, mm -hmm. at this point, what he wants... And again, that's the whole thing in Rebels. In Rebels, his whole point was to... He was looking for something on the Sith homeworld. Right. That he and, needed. And he wanted yeah. that super weapon. Yeah. So I'm thinking, um, if we can just go right over the sure, cons. Sure, sure. And go right to the, again, the elements that were seated in this movie that I think are setups that, okay, maybe they won't make another one. Again, I don't know what the, the box office mm -hmm. finally will be if they will even think about doing it. But I do think planned, as you can see as the film once it's finished, there are a bunch of these threads that you could that could be picked up. The biggest one is obviously the mall appearance at the end. Yeah. So, like I said, he's a spoiler on for all like sides. For like five seconds, and I swear to God, like for about maybe ten seconds, whatever, a very short moment of time, I basically sat there and I thought, how cool would it be if like the Darth Maul, whatever bullshit crimson thing that they're setting up here, ends up being the um, not the Empire, but the uh, thing that Episode Eight. Uh, seven and eight are based on the 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 comeback the of the first order. The first order. How cool would it be if like Crimson Maul and blah 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 and yada yada what actually if Maul turns into Snoke? Exactly, or like uh, like Maul and no. Snoke know no, each well, other. One thing or... you don't, one thing you oh, don't yeah, realize. You he dies. Like, yeah, one thing you don't realize. There is a, um, uh, Obi Wan and him. They have a duel, and then like it's, yeah, it's he's over. dead. It's dead. And, then, and then and then you sit and you think about the timeline as we have just did, you know, and you kind of figure out that Maul is going to die and that Snoke whatever comes in much, much later on and it can't possibly be the same whatever. But I thought for like, honestly, for like 10 seconds, like, are they trying to like set me up and kind of make me think that this is going to turn into that later on <coughs> because the Could Empire be. is going to fall I, I, apart? I, I think I think Crimson Dawn is definitely, they it. I think it's going to stay within this underworld. Yeah. it's. I don't think it's going to be mm. within part of the larger saga or anything else. Because they've had these sort of things in I completely in Star agree. Wars before. They've had like they talk about well the Pikes run Kessel. That's a, a criminal organization, mm -hmm. a criminal family mm -hmm. from Rebels uh, and and I'm sorry mm -hmm. from uh, Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. We haven't uh, even got had, to the Huts yet. They've yeah. had the Huts. We haven't got to the Huts. We yet. have uh, a, 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 in the old EU a Black Sun, which uh, mm -hmm. the character right. called mm -hmm. Shizor. Mm -hmm. So 
just by having now a nucleus of Maul is the head of Crimson Dawn, Kira is a lieutenant or maybe the main lieutenant now, um, you can set that off into Absolutely. all sorts of things. And you now have a thing where there's this thread that's left off of what Han and Kira's relationship is. They're not going to get together. We know that. But I don't think their story is over. No, not at all. Especially if Han is going to be active in the world of smuggling and crime. Mm. You know? Oh, there's going to be. Maybe she's the reason why, like, Han Solo leaves Princess Leia and, you know, basically. For all we know, there could have been something you know, where she's still they alive have after Kylo the trilogy. <laughs> I mean, I think she's going to turn into a character, recognizable character. I. Can't, some some um, some predictions. Well, yeah, there's okay. uh, there's. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think what uh, uh, there are. I, I want to say this. It's like I want to see at some point, or I feel like at some point, they're going to allude to. You're you're the father. You're going to be the father, of of one of the most powerful Sith lords ever. Nah. They're going to allude to that. No, nah. at least at least there's going. I don't see that. That's Han Solo is the father of Yeah, Kyle he Ren, is, you know? but I don't think that that's ever going to be a thing that... But there, there might he's be... He's not going to get... For, one is it will have no dramatic impact because Han doesn't believe in that at that time. Right. But that's besides... If, he, that's if besides he's told he by believes. some mystic... If he's... Ooh! 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 The witches? No, not witches. Although, Dathomir, mm -hmm. Force users, not Sith or Jedi. That's true. But... Maz... Well, this Maskatana. is so. so I said this. I said There's this. where you go for your sequel. So I actually, I actually said this. No, I shake your no, 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 I'm totally not giving you that one because I said this to Ed's wife yesterday. We're sitting in the, the theater. I'm like, when at the very end, when Han goes to buy the to, to win the Falcon. Oh, you think it should have been that planet? I think. I, th I actually and you think, think maybe it was. I think it is at Maz's because if you look at it, it's like it oh, is the planet, and it's got the same it's multi the characters, all the exactly aliens with, and like, everything the, around the, there, the, the beautiful and trees it did green. and whatever. It looks in green. So yeah. I go to Jen. And I'm like, oh my god, this is totally Maz's place. This is totally Maz's place. She's like, who's Maz? I'm like, I forget it. I'm not getting into this right now. <laughs> but yeah, you could go with a sequel wherein, okay, I don't. And she said this. She's she has said I've as much that I've been around for many years. Like yeah, I, you yeah, know, and yeah, she yeah, obviously yeah. knows Han. That whole yeah. moment, Han right. Solo. Right. You know, it's like, okay, this is. A oh no, there's going to be a scene where it's like, you know, door opens, Chewbacca walks up. <laughs> And then, like, Maz Katana, she's just like, she's know, in a negligee, of some, yeah. negligee yeah. of some kind. And Han, and Han's gonna be like, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> <laughs> she wore you out. <laughs> really? This is, this is pre glass wearing Maz. <laughs> like said, exactly. It should be a whole thing. Um, I think that, um, you know, the other part about the, 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 the movie is that it ends with, oh, we're gonna do a, a job for some huts, you know, Tobias was talking about. I would want to hold off on that if they get a sequel mm. i definitely would want to see more underworld so the huts i don't necessarily I think, think it, they I, need we're to see java he's already been signed for three huts, films yeah. see but i see things he has? I see, yeah i think that he accidentally like dropped drop this yeah but they've and, and they, they, but they sign people for multiple deals all the time they sound they signed the whole crew of rogue one uh, yeah, for right, sequel that's films right, that's so right. that doesn't it doesn't really necessarily doesn't mean, mean anything however See, here's what well, I think. That's kind of dumb. I would, you sign them up for sequels I would and you hold kill them off? off on, I would hold off on Jabba and save Jabba for the, the Obi-Wan movie. For the Obi-Wan movie. But that said, 
this again, the setup of Kira, the setup of Maul, Crimson Dawn, you, even if they don't make a solo film, you can thread that stuff through mm. an Obi-Wan film. Yeah. You know, because I've always said, how did Jabba end up the only criminal power on Tatooine? Why is he even there to begin with? The hut, you mean? There's a, there's a story to be had there that could include Obi-Wan. The problem, of course, is then you have to, you've got to separate him and Maul. They can't have met again. Well, the Boba Fett uh, movie is definitely going to, uh, I'm pretty certain that it's oh going to play Oh my God, Ed, it's going to play a big imagine, role in that. Could you imagine a Boba Fett movie where Boba Fett takes on Maul? That's crazy. All right. See, I think. Wait, Boba Fett's the dad and Jango Fett's the son? Yeah. Jango's, yeah. Jango, no, Jango's right. the father and Boba's the, Boba's the Boba's son. The Bo, son. Boba's the clone of him. Bo, yeah. um, Boba's the clone. I just okay, want... so Jango Fett fighting with, you know, um, Maul would have been cool because that would be like about the same time, right? And then Boba Fett, the, like, the sequel to Boba Fett would be like him getting out of the, like, Desert the pit, warm. The pit. <laughs> well, again, and, like if, doing if, stuff. If the Bo- it depends on what time frame the the, Bo- the uh, Boba Fett would would take place in. And this is what's interesting: throwing Maul in there, you can almost see that Maul is almost the Thanos, could be the Thanos type character but, of a of the solo, um, not the um, the Star Wars stories. But, and there but you Boba, go, the Bo- Marvelification of, yeah. of, of the Star Wars. There you go, bring it all back. You get annoying people like me who say, wait a minute, Darth Maul gets killed, so he can't be there with Boba Fett because Boba Fett's the kid. He could be there with Jenga Fett because Jenga Fett's the dad. No, 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 no. Uh, again, it's, this is, Boba Fett's already around. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, grown yeah. up. It's He's, been how many right. years since? Since... Since, since his dad's the head got chopped off. Since his dad's head got chopped off. Yeah. It's been all this period. So he's an adult in the period that Solo takes right. place in. And yeah, so, is he really? Yeah. It's only 10 years yeah, only before 10 years. a new home. Yeah, and he's like five years old or six years old on his dad or what? Eight years old on his dad's Right, dad and said... that was 20 years <laughs> before a new hope. Yeah. Yeah, Anna, I'm so surprised so at these by time, timeline questions because it's you're not, it's not, it's not working for me. I Again, am sorry. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Seriously, Anna, um, uh, when does Attack of the Clones take place? That's when his father dies. His father dies, gets his head chopped off by Mace. So Window. his father's head gets chopped off by Mace Window. Right, in and the he's third like a episode, six, he's, right? Episode no, three. second two. The second one. It's an Attack of the Clones. It's in the arena by um by by Mace by, Windu. By Mace Windu. Mace Windu kills Jango. You're right. You you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. You're right. So you're right. In this, seven, in this place. Years you're right. Old. Right. So he's seven, eight years old when that happened. He he takes the armor, and it's that twenty plus years because again we know that from the by the time you get to so he's a man. So he's yeah he's he, fully grown. So by the time you get to Return of he's the Jedi, okay, listen, yes. which is when he gets put in the pit of right. whatever. Yeah, exactly. He should be an old man. Older, well, he'd probably be in like his fifties. Let's let's yeah. have this on yeah. the side afterwards. But uh, I have one more um, honorable mentionable here is that Darth Maul. If you're wondering who plays him, it's yes, it is. It's Ray Park, but not voiced by Peter Sefawen, uh Peter Sarah Fenowitz of The Tick, but it's Sam Witwer. My man, Sam Witwer. My who, man, Sam. Getting if you some don't work. know who Sam Witwer, he's he's the face of the uh, the Force Unleashed. He's Amongst that many things, he's and he, a bunch he of voiced, other things. He voiced Star Killer in that. 
He's uh, the star of the Americanized version of being human. Mm -hmm. He's an insanely talented guy. Lots of voiceover work. He's voiced Maul He's a reigning Rebels. Oh, He's the reigning champion of the movie trivia Schmodown. He's right. <laughs> and also, by the way, Whitwer also is pro provides the voice for Palpatine these days yep. in mm -hmm. uh, animated and and games. He plays the Emperor. Okay. So he's playing both Maul and the and the Emperor. I know you should have gotten that job, John. Shouldn't have got that job, man. No, no, no. He, he, the, his job should have been uh, Anakin Skywalker because he turned her against me. <laughs> <laughs> you have done that yourself. You and your lust, lust for power. power. <laughs> uh, anything like else? Like McGregor's uh... here. I got. Uh, I, I, I was thoroughly overall enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very, very solid. I'm not going to claim that it's it's mind blowing. But it was a fun, fun time. Uh, I enjoyed all the callbacks. I thought the, the characterization was crafted well. I thought the action it, was good. Was I do not get the negative reactions okay, like listen. So it's it's much oh, more PG-13 than Rogue One was, for example. And for me, like, that's when I... Okay, so I... It's I hate, breezier. It's a breezier It's a lot breezier. And I kind of... Okay, so when Rogue One came out, it kind of, like, redid all of these, like perceptions that I had of Disney and of movie making and of Star Wars. I mean, first of all, everybody dies. Right. Beautiful. Which is just this like thing that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're breaking up all of the rules. Like you've killed off everybody and you've killed off everybody. And the only thing that survives is this like teletransmission, which barely makes it into Leia's ship, you know, because Darth Vader basically is not using enough of the force <laughs> to get to the droids before Yoink. they like get shipped off. You know, <laughs> he really should have just gone. Yoink. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know, like, you know, kind of I like did steal that from from how it should have ended. But I was saying that before I said. Well, he should just like you know press the eject button on the droid and get the disc out before he's like you know ejected. No, you anyway. you stay there. All right. Any, any more any more parting thoughts? Yeah. Final so that thoughts. that was my thought. Like it's PG thirteen ish, and it's okay. very 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 anti Rogue One. Like mm. I thought they were taking the whole That's world point. into a completely different. See, but I think that you need the variety. I don't think that the solo, uh, I keep saying solo, but I mean the Star Wars stories, these anthology films, mm -hmm. I prefer them to be called anthologies. I hate the Star mm -hmm. Wars story title. These anthologies should be different. Uh, Rogue One was a men on a mission film. It, yeah. was, a, it was supposed to be but a they dark broke all the rules war movie. And it made it so cool. Whereas, whereas Han, this story needed to be lighter and breezier and sort of in that fun, hey, we're in the, we're in the criminal underworld, but... But you know, you're dealing with, but, being with a but fun that's, character. That's, that's what like. I mean. Like it's a criminal underworld. Like it could have been. It got, how, but it got many, there. They had, they, they had the darkness. They had a lot of things. They had. How violence. many years has it been since uh, Disney purchased? Um, well, that was 2012, right? 2012, right? So six um, years. yeah, six years. And Disney is uh, is in no okay. shape or form. Like you know, they're they're not they're not slowing down. They're they they want to continue selling merchandise yeah. and. Yeah. And but you were you wanted children. to talk about you said the fan stuff so let's okay so get before, that before off I get chest. there do you have any parting thoughts on that on on any more parting thoughts with this movie no I think that's that's it okay part of the Red Sea now if that's the case I have some words to trade one of the things I, I like I've seen a lot of really trash comments. A lot of trash comments on social media. Are you? Are you? Are you? You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna badmouth Christian Harloff, are you? No, 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 not at all. You know, because there's a difference between Christian Harloff is a he's a he's a a host on Collider Video. Yeah, does what we do, but he makes but better, but better. 
there yeah, are, we should totally trash him. My gosh, there's so many better. plenty plenty of nasty comments. And a lot of them are fake, by the way. Uh, a lot of them are just like trolled out fake. Some of it is trolling, but Ed, I'm telling you as someone who interacts with these people online, there is a very strong, the knives were out for this film on multiple levels. And I don't understand that. Well, you had, don't understand you had people that. that didn't like The, la the Last Jedi. You've got, Xavier, but my, my friend, like Xavier, who's been Jedi on the show. And I, I mean, it's not, that's not true. I didn't, it's not that I didn't like it. Okay, first of all, I don't think that disrespectful comments should ever have a place to be. Like, you know, in the middle of all of this, like, I know we're being critical. I just, I, I just kind of have to say this again because I was, I was hard on the Last Jedi, and I, and I realize it, and I had my issues with it. But you know what? It's still a triumph. It's still a triumph in the sense that it gets people talking. It's still a triumph in the sense that it's there's a also something very damn important. Anna, there's also movie. something very important is that you're not an idiot, <laughs> and no. oh, you're also you. not speaking like an idiot. Now, um, and you're just the way you said you were like, I I'm rethinking this. Yeah. I want to express myself in a more accurate and more yeah. and more real way I mean, it's, and, and self-aware way none of the things that we're saying are meant to like first of well, all like down anyone now, now my um xavier uh, my friend uh, timothy who xavier was on Salgado, the who's who was on, who was on the, the show with us mm -hmm. uh, when we did the star mm -hmm. wars uh, mm -hmm. show um he's um and x you know we're you know well, hopefully we get to talk about this <laughs> hopefully you, you have a chance to, to, don't to, kill us x um the last jedi he's come at, at this point uh where he says uh i'm done with star wars okay uh, he has no desire to go to theaters to watch this. Really? But he, um, the last time that we had, we, we had oh, these, some this is communication. Classic. Yeah, some give, text. Us, give us the text, Ed. No, he was text. like, he said, uh, you know, when I watch it, I watch it, which is, which I'm fine about that, you know, and, and I respect his opinion for that, uh, um, for how he feels about that. Um, because, yeah, I mean, he's come to a point where, and he's not the only one, where The Last Jedi really did destroy their childhood, you know, now. <laughs> X, if you're listening to this, I, 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 I'm sure you'll have your you'll have an opportunity to have your own come to your own defense about this. But that's to separate everything else from the idiots that are online who are trolling this to the max. And I can't understand putting the time and the effort into it. Yeah, you know. Um, what do they say? I see. Gosh, do we John, John, already, people, people are people. One thirty-five. John, people are buying tickets to Deadpool and sneaking into Solo to see it because they don't want to give money uh, to Lucasfilm and Disney. That's what they're doing. They're going, they're saying, I'm going to buy, I want to help out Deadpool, so I'm going to buy ticket uh, um, tickets to Deadpool, but then I'm going to go sneak into see Solo well, to check like it out. What's the top two biggest just... criticisms? They don't like Alden. They think that the film was superfluous to begin with. Um, there's a bit of the, some people saying, I'm done with Star Wars. I've got Star Wars fatigue. It's not even I'm done with Star Wars. It's that you're just pump, you just keep pumping them out and they're not as good okay, as they could well, be. Th th there is truth to the matter when you like wait 15 years to see any right. other Star Wars thing. And, and then all of a sudden, it's a, every six months you've got another Star Wars thing coming out. And I kind of do think that, that Disney pushed it a little bit in the sense that they really want to make back the billions that they paid to Lucasfilm. Having said that, like, what were you expecting? Were you expecting them to buy Star Wars and do nothing with it? Like what? What were you? You know, like seriously, what do you think? You know, Lucas it's a Film business has been investment. In the Star Wars business for, for forty, 40 years. years, 
They're not going to suddenly not produce things. Exactly. And, you know, being bought by another film company, yeah. and they're going to make movies. They've also announced that they're going on after episode nine. They're right. going to go 10, 11, 12. So you know what? At least, like, I just, I just kind of feel like, you know, it's funny. Like, we have how many James Bond movies have been out there? 20 that's plus, a, yeah. 34. Oh, 34, right. Okay, oh so that's God. a franchise that's been around since, like, the 60s. How many, like, goddamn Star Trek movies have there been out there? That's a franchise that keeps going, you know? And you needed to reinvent it to kill the future in order to go back to the past and get back to Kirk again. So why are we being haters about Star Wars? No, exactly. If you don't like it, don't see it, but why go out of your way to put it down? uh, Again, because we're dealing with a fan base that will do things like buy a billboard in San Francisco. But is it an oxymoron to call them a fan base if they're trolls? Like, no, couldn't there be another what? term for the trolls you know that are no longer fans? Don't we, like, don't, we, don't, don't we, don't we, but see, you know, Anna, don't we always hate the ones we love? The things that incite the passion in us to do crazy crap like that is... It, listen, I had issues with Star Wars, but I keep going to see it. And the reason why I talk about it the way that I do, I'm hoping that somewhere someone is listening to what we have to say. I don't think our comments are nasty or mean. They're mm-hmm. meant to be constructive. And I'm truly hoping that for the next scenario, that when they listen to the fans, that they maybe have some ideas coming out of what we're saying to them, right? Like, that's that's the best case well, scenario. Well, there's also just the general tone of these conversations of these my, things. My last question. Okay. Is Disney worried? I do think mm, no. that there are some <laughs> issues with the fact that, as Ed pointed out, this is a giant budget for this movie. Yeah. But they you had know, problems from the get-go. I mean, there were so many yeah. problems. Well, I mean, $250 million. For this film, I'm saying, in general, in Star Wars. I'm talking about in Star Wars in general. And adding, also adding into this. So this film has issues in terms of the budget and what they need to make back. And they may not. It may be the first of these films that comes under. Um, There's the fact that the fan base has not embraced Alden. There's still a lot. As we, you know, I liked him. Anna Mm -hmm. liked him. John was the one who was the most lukewarm here, right? No, but not him. Lukewarm. But the, <laughs> the character, I no, get no. you. It wasn't the act that he didn't not like. The it was actor. the way that the but character that is was part, written. That's, that's kind of weaved into it. And and me. it makes people... Well, no, you could have a great script and the actor does a bad job. Right, yeah, and you yeah. can have a great job and a bad script. And I kind of feel like it's in, this in, latter. In, in any case, the point is For that you. Alden as this character is not necessarily as lit as... has caught on maybe as they want. I think we actually, the, the post-mortem of this is going to have to be a little longer. Uh, I, I think know, it's, it's going to have to wait because I think a lot of people were turned off by both this, the behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Backlash Against the Last Jedi. I remember a big thing you brought up a couple of episodes ago. You were like, that trailer sucked. You were like, that was underwhelming. I'm not going to lie. Hey, like, listen. You, 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 know, you guys fed into that a little bit. Uh, take us back. So, no, not Solo. Yeah, was there, it was, solo? there was a trailer you guys were like. Well, here's the it thing. It was some yeah, other trailer. I don't think it was impressed. solo. You, you take us back to the beginning of the year. You, um, you, you and I, we like were like, where's the marketing say. on this? Well, no, what we did say was actually the other part was that the marketing seemed to be like, where, when is it coming? Mm-hmm. Right. When is it going to finally Oh, I didn't see that. There's, there's the a lot of Bowl. issues, and Bowl I kind of, if, if I could just pass one slitty bitty little bit of wisdom to, 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 to Disney and all of this. When you're doing sequels or prequels, to a character as ingrained and as like iconic as Han Solo, you are either going to give total freedom to the interpretation of the actor, or you're going to make him be a version of Harrison Ford 20 years younger, 
or in this case, maybe a little younger than 20 years, a little more than 20 years. But, you know, if you're going to do the latter, then you're going to be accused of lack of originality. Right. And if you're going to do the former, you're going to be accused of not having enough originality. And they are, and so whichever is, way you go, you're going to get I, hit I from both I sides, right? So might as well go for something totally cool, well-written, well-acted with a new guy. You know, make him... Harrison Ford was nobody before Star Wars. I hate so to say love, this. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Always have. But yeah, Loved yeah. your whole career. But, but you were... A but he was you a carpenter <laughs> before Star Wars, right? right but I, I would just like to dice. point that um, there's a, an online personality on YouTube called uh, Andre the Black Nerd. And he pointed this out. And he's usually a very, very even-handed. He's a guy whose uh, opinion I, I, um, I respect value. a lot and value. That said... He did say, he did point out that's kind of almost exactly what you said, which is the Star Wars franchise in the modern day is caught in a bind. If, a lot of nostalgia. if they go the nostalgia Whoa. route, people say, like you're just giving me the yeah. same thing. Why don't you give me something new? But as the past and even current things have shown, when they do go into different areas, zig when we think they should zag. Yeah. They get crucified sure, for it, whether it's the prequels or the reaction to yeah. Last Jedi, or even just making like again, there was a lot of reaction when yeah. they made Ray the but main you know character in the they, Force Awakens. But okay, so having said that, I don't think that you know I don't think that Disney can complain because they kind of set themselves up for it. They set themselves up for it when they bought the franchise, and they set themselves up for it when they said that they were going to do episodes 7, 8, and 9, and then 10, 11, and 12, and then, and then Rogue One, and then Solo, and all the other and stuff. Rebels, so if you're going to do all of this, from those of us who are seriously going to continue watching, and who love this show, and who have always loved like this whole series, make a concerted effort to do something cool that kind of makes sense to this world that you have to honor. Like, don't dishonor it. Don't write stuff off. Don't just, you know, make anything happen because you know there's going to be at least a couple hundred million that are going to come and see it. And so and you'll make you make some of your money back. Question, do you like, feel that that's what has happened? Yeah. In that that was That was my impression of The Last Jedi. Oh, my, yeah, but yeah. see, that's one film out of what we already have I know. as four films. I know. Plus two series. I know. That are, that are canon. So, I mean, like, that's the question. Is that really the majority of what's happening or are we getting... I just kind of like, feel well, like it's hot and cold, you know. And therefore, like uh, you say, Disney setting uh, setting themselves up. They're still making money off. Of, of course they're they making, are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That they're going to make money, whatever, whichever mm. way happens, because people are going to go see it. And there are kids that are going to live and have this mm. become like their childhood. Right. Like, whatever, that's right? the other part. I so my, I don't my know about any kids is... who that watch this who will probably grow up enjoying this movie. I, I, it's an enjoyable movie, so it's, I can't see a nine year old going in. You know like, what? I have a feeling we're going to need to have. Maybe another another show on the show. Why? We're, we're, the we're king keep... of Star Wars. Jeremy Martin has not spoken. Yet. Yes, we did not uh, talk to Jeremy, so Jeremy about this. You're yes, out there. Give us a call. Give us a call, man. We need well, the um, yeah. this this was a great episode. It was great having Anna here. We definitely chewed the crap out of this movie. <laughs> we certainly did. We chewed the crap out of this movie. Uh, all in all, I think it was a good discussion. Um, I'm I'm down for whatever comes next. I will be a little disappointed. Duo. If we don't. If we don't, I, I will be a Star Wars story. I, I, I will, I will be disappointed if if these threads so. aren't picked up. But as a self-contained thing, of we learned you know, some stuff about Han, his background, the Falcon, all the rest of that, Tim and Chewie meeting, you know how what kind of stuff formed him. I was thoroughly satisfied. Yeah, I was absolutely. thoroughly satisfied. And uh, for the trolls, you hate America. 
<laughs> oh God! And you get anything American on that made. note, <laughs> as always, we'd like to thank uh, Jonathan Regard for providing us with the wonderful facilities of here at Pancake thank Studios. We'd like to thank uh, Anna for coming uh, all, all the yes. way here across the pond. That's a wearing this the team, wearing, wearing the shirt, by the way, wearing our representing. I'm representing wearing the shirt and the hat and the shoes. And oh, and by the way, Ed, yes. I talked to Mom uh, 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 about how we went to see. Uh, uh, Solo, and I have to say, I think the configuration we had in the theater that needs to be the configuration because the configuration is you in the middle with your wife on one side and me as the side piece. <laughs> side okay, so I've got the you're, you're, so I've your got... wife and your other lover is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well, good. that only Put happened you in... when you went because when I went, I was on the side of yeah. Jen and he was on the other side of Jen, so, so it was like Jen with the husband and the lover. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you and I are the lovers in this We're situation. the lovers in We're this the situation. Lovers, absolutely, right? absolutely. Such a damn shame. Uh, hey, baby. You know, <laughs> so. Who loves you, Ed? Land of Calvary, it's a pad section. I what do. can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and so to end what, what have you heard about me? We're going to need to work baby. on our Star Wars right, names. <laughs> and as, 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 as always, this was a, this was a great show. Um, we will be back for another episode. And then until next time, to, to be, be continued. continued. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.